0: Reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Welcome to Preston Super Show. First game Michigan versus Penn State. Michigan Wolverines ranked number 3 in the country 9-0 and oh, and they're on the road to face Penn State. Penn State is number 10 in the country. The public's loving Michigan and in this game the total is 44.5. The line is Michigan being the favorite minus 4.5. Let me tell you what I think about that is love the points on Penn State. Love the points because I do think it's a little bit of a a climb for Michigan to come into Beaver Stadium, play the Nittany Lions, and I just think that they'll get it done. But there's just a lot of controversy surrounding this team. But I do think they'll dig deep and win this game against their first-ranked opponent of the year. A lot of people say, well, Michigan hasn't played anybody. Who have they played? Who have they beaten? Everybody they play, they're blowing them out. They're not even letting them score. And Penn State has routed a few teams, but when they played Ohio State, they were completely frozen. And when they play Michigan, I expect a little bit of that too. By the time they get it going, it's going to be a little bit too late enough for them to cover which will be all you'll care about unless you're a Penn State fan but they won't win, Michigan will win this game and the total goes under Um, I don't think it goes over that these defenses are good and uh, Michigan's going to really have to prove themselves out there but they have the quarterback to do it they have the team to run the table um, if they just keep winning you want them to play a good team, a better team you want them to play Ohio State? It's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. They have to. 18 touchdowns, three interceptions, 156 completions on 206 passing attempts for Michigan's quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, with over 2,134 passing yards this year. But the quarterback from Penn State is no joke. He's got one pick, 20 touchdowns, 1,895 yards, passing 181 completions on 288 attempts these guys are slinging the ball around they got weapons Michigan's best weapon Roman Wilson 10 touchdowns on the year Penn State's top receiver 4 touchdowns on the year compliments their running back Catron Allen really well who is uh, has 4 touchdowns as well to kind of mirror what uh, their top receiver is doing but for Michigan Corum Is the standout at running back. He's a monster. 16 touchdowns. And he's a force to be reckoned with. In the uh, receiving game. As well as the rushing game. And Penn State just has their work cut out for them. (coughs) Love, love, love. Penn State on the spread. But I don't like them to win at all. I do do not think they will win that game. Now. Next game. 11 a.m. We're talking Virginia Tech uh versus Boston College. And Virginia Tech versus Boston College, you got the Hokies four and five on the year versus Boston College, six and three on the year. Boston College is at home. They're the underdog. They showed some life last week. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. But um it's it's something to see, folks. It's something really to see. Uh, Virginia Tech is a team that's just been through the ringer. And I really, my heart goes out to them. I feel for this team. And you know, I do feel like at some point they can be a great football program again. They can have and get to that top of the mountain and decide how they're going to finish. I do believe that. Now the hard part is seeing to win this game against Boston College it was 6-3 clinched a bowl berth was catching some steam last week really really uh, impressed me when they played to the level that they were playing I was a little bit impressed by Boston College like whoa where'd these guys come from this is the team you were destined to be when they beat Syracuse 17-10 to Connecticut, when everybody thought Connecticut could do something, twenty-one fourteen, one They beat Georgia Tech, who's hot. Beat Army, who took, who just, ah. Uh, that poor, poor Air Force team. You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, Army just took him down. And Boston College beat Virginia. Now they want Virginia Tech. They want to add that to this season. You know how important that will be for those guys in that locker room for the rest of their lives. But we beat Virginia, and Virginia Tech that year the seniors get to taste it the guys that might go pro a few guys on the team, they get to taste it because they might be gone and I really, really, really believe that when it comes down to it you have to really respect uh, what Virginia Tech can do out there, because their quarterback Kyron Jones, when he settles his feet looks pretty good Um, Thomas Castellanos he's a little bit of a quarterback that's kind of been all over the place but he has that determination and that drive that I like in a quarterback uh, it's a little bit worrying you know he's their leading rusher with 10 rushing touchdowns 12 passing touchdowns um, he's thrown 7 picks so he's got to be more accurate but he takes chances he's bold with the football and uh, you know that that's paid off for his team this year he's got them into a bowl game and competed for a better bowl now Virginia Tech is a favorite minus one and a half on the spread the total set at 49 and a half it's a long road for them to get over there it's it is a long road for them to clear that total they can come close but it's going to be hard for them to clear that total I really just like Boston College to win right on the money line fat money line ticket Boston College wins that one sends Virginia Tech packing sorry Hokies you're going to have to go to the stand and grab a hokey sandwich to go. Now we get the Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the Kansas Jayhawks. Whew. That's going to be a game. Don't think Kansas is just going to school that team. Kansas will not just school them. That game will actually be close. Kansas coming off, you know, like the most, one of the most emotional Seasons they've ever had in their history. I don't think anybody's seen that coming. Nobody really. Anticipated. Kansas being a team that was freaking ranked. In the top 25. In college football. There was a basketball school. That finally. Was able to hustle up enough money. To put a. Formidable team on the field. And they've been building this program for a few years. Up to the status it's at now. Kansas is at home. Minus four favorites on the spread. Then uh, another thing I like here is that the totals at 62 and a half. Um, so the odds makers believe that this will be a high scoring game. A lot of action for us. And I think they're right. I think this is a lot of action. I think Texas Tech can really move the ball. And against Kansas' defense, no disrespect, um, but they can definitely move the ball. And what I like about Kansas right now, to win this game and clean it up, cover that minus four, um, they beat Oklahoma, turn around, and beat Iowa State at Iowa State. So this, this is a team that had an emotional win, no problem we're going we're going to hit the road and they they took down the house so i give that team a lot of credit this kansas team will come in here they'll win their quarterback jason Bean, 10 touchdowns four interceptions on the year 1418 passing yards 91 completions on 150 attempts and uh, he's up against behern morton who's got a 10 touchdown to two interception ratio but has failed to break a thousand passing yards um, and he just needs more time to become a great quarterback, um, and, and to become a good college football quarterback, he needs more time. I like Kansas to win. Public loves them. There's not going to be many Texas Tech betters this week because Kansas will cover the spread. But remember this: if if this spread moves, it spreads out to like six or seven. Like then, then it's like something to keep an eye on live because you could probably get a good number live um, somewhere in that third quarter. But I really like Kansas to win and cover the spread it's set at right now, minus four. Now we can move on to the next game. I'm really excited about the next game, actually, because so far out of these ten games, those first three I gave you are all going to be like pretty tight, pretty close. I think Kansas pulls away. Boston College will do what they do. Um, But get get Boston College while it's hot because the public loves them. And let me tell you something, they're an underdog right now. It will not last. Rutgers, Scarlet Knights are heading into Iowa. Um, And this is a game I was a little bit on the fence with because, like, Iowa's offense just doesn't pop out to me. They don't, like, do anything that I'm like, oh, my gosh, here they are oh wow Hawkeyes I just don't get that from them I get uh, Rutgers going on the road just kind of like a dark horse team minus one uh, or plus one underdog excuse me and the total set at 28 and a half so they don't think it was going to score I mean four touchdowns that's it and then not a, not a point more that's what the oddsmakers believe. So this is wild to me. I don't know what what they think um, because Rutgers couldn't do anything against Ohio State. That they're um, the poopoo of the platter. But I think differently. I think Rutgers is a team to be reckoned with here. And what and what has Iowa done to impress you? This team's like the freaking Harvard. Of the Big Ten. You know what I mean? Like, they don't impress me. They, they're they barely squeaking by teams. Everybody they they beat, they squeaked by. And everybody thinks, oh, they'll, they'll get this one. They'll take Rutgers. What has Rutgers played for? I don't know. Rutgers is trying to build the program up, in my opinion. That's a program that's been kicked around a little bit for a while. And kind of being bashed all the time still. I don't really, I don't understand. I don't know. It's not the player's fault. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's definitely not the new guy's fault. So, Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, the underdogs. I like the underdogs. And I'm a a person that was last year, year before, maybe even the year before that. If you go back to my articles on oddmanout.ninja, and you'll see me talking about Iowa. You'll hear podcasts from talking about Iowa, and I'm praising them know they're and I'm clapping and I'm doing a big round of applause. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. They're just not a team that puts any distance between anybody. Their offense is too stagnant. I actually like Rutgers offense better. I think Rutgers offense does a lot in this game. And uh no, I think Rutgers cruises. I don't think that Iowa's gonna be able to hold the fort down for four quarters. I think a half. It's close. And then I think Rutgers pulls away. That's it. Um, and that's that's my uh, spot to be at on that game. The quarterback battle is not like a a big battle, like a battle, oh, here I have to watch this. But uh, I will mention them for respect, you know, reasons. Gavin Wimsatt, uh the quarterback for Rutgers, eight touchdown to five interception ratio, 1,263 yards, 101 completions on 206 attempts. So he's not the most inaccurate quarterback. He's had some interceptions. ball just didn't, wasn't bouncing his way. Then you have Iowa's quarterback, Cade McNamara, who uh, I feel like they're ready to move on from him. 505 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, 46 for 90. And uh, there's just no production on the Iowa side of the ball. They're just like asking their defense to just hold a team. like Hold, can you hold them under 17 points and we'll clutch up. Just hold them under 17 points, and we'll clutch it up. And then I think Rutgers is the team that goes over that 17 points. You're talking 30 something. Rutgers will be able to put up in Iowa. This is a the game they want. Will look really good for the program <clears throat> to go down in Iowa for a New Jersey team and uh, give Iowa a nice little wake up call. New Mexico State Aggies uh, playing the uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, and I know everybody's throwing salt on the Hilltoppers because they just haven't been that impressive. But New Mexico State Aggies um, are the better team. That is definitely fair to say. At seven and three, um, there's no denying that. I just think where you have to pay attention to is, you know, can can both teams move the ball against the opposing defenses. And in this case I do believe they can. Um, I do believe that this is a game that's a good betting game because the sports books don't really care about these type of games as much. They're looking at the big action. They're looking at, you know what I mean, where's the where's the big money coming in? Well, it's gonna come in on Michigan and Penn State. It's gonna come in on the bigger games like Ole Miss and Georgia. But when you're talking about these smaller games, it's like, hey, here's an opportunity uh for some for some teams that just you know no one's really paying attention to maybe um you you like these teams but you haven't been able to really watch them but Western Kentucky's one game away from clinching a bowl berth I just think they're going to have to wait another week because New Mexico State is going to is going to put the pressure on these guys and um We could sit here and go back and forth about it, because I know the public is like, oh, yeah, take Western Kentucky. They want the bull berth. They're at home. And I do think like they come out and it's like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, it's their time. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. But I've seen enough to know now that you can't count out New Mexico State um, and what they've been able to do. And this is actually a big game for them. Big game for Western Kentucky, don't get me wrong. And I do like how Western Kentucky moves the ball. So I'm telling you my best bet on this game is the over. It's set at 55 and a half. Um, That's a great spot. I think you get plenty of points here. 56 is a great number um, for college football. Uh, Late in the year, you know what I mean? November 11th, this is 2.30 kickoff, uh, 51 degrees. Maybe a little warmer in Bowling Green, Kentucky around this time. Game's going to get over right right around dark. And then, you know, I, I this could go to overtime. We, we definitely get the over if it goes to overtime. So I like the over just in regular time, though, you know. But if it goes to overtime, hey, that's great, too. You know, because I think we're going to be plenty plenty past uh, that 55 and a half mark. I think we're, we're talking 60s here. We're talking 60s in this game. So mid-60s is where I, I uh, have the the little dial pointed at this game. And I think that New Mexico State wants to have a, a, a big game. They, they need a big game. This is their opportunity to do it. Western Kentucky's defense isn't that good. <clears throat> conference USA matchup. New Mexico State's been cleaning house in the conference. Only lost once. 1-5 in the conference, 7-3 and three team, hitting the road, New Mexico up to Kentucky, hey, the, you know, I, I'm not seeing any snow, I'm not seeing any, you know, any reason that they're going to be uh, super slow down here, oh yeah, I like Piva and New Mexico State to roll in there and give uh, Western Kentucky a little bit of a shock, that's going to be a good one, I think people are overlooking that one, that's a good one to bet for the over yeah if you get in over like that you gotta like stand up on the chair like yeah this is a great spot then we get a weird game um this is a team that kind of got exposed texas state bobcats versus coastal carolina chanteliers and mm, chanteliers i followed for the last couple of years and you know betting wise and they started showing me a couple things you know, with what they got out there with their coach and everything. But Texas State's minus two favorites on the road. Um, total at 57 and a half. You know, this is a game that I, I think that that total just falls a little short. I think they fall a little bit short of that. Just a hair or two short of that. And I don't think you get overtime. I think it's Coastal Carolina is just throwing the rock around on that Texas State defense. They just can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. That's their problem. Their biggest problem is they can't stop anybody, and Coastal will catch on. Um, They have a good receiver in Sam Pickney. Uh, You'll hear his name called all game. He's got five touchdowns on the year, 48 receptions, 682 yards receiving. The guy's a beast, and he's going to tear it up. Their quarterback, Grayson McCall, 10 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 1,919 yards, passing, 151 completions on 224 attempts. He's a monster. The one thing Texas State has going for them is a running back, Ishmali Mahdi. Okay, so Coastal knows that it's going to be a, a downhill type of game for Texas State. They're going to want to hand the ball off quite a bit. And then Braden Bennett. Um, Is more just a setup running back for Coastal. Just hey, get us in good positions on on the runs we give you. Cause He doesn't have that many rushing yards. We've got four touchdowns, so he's good at punching the ball in. He does have 75 carries, but only 349 yards. So it's not like he's ripping off big ones on people. He's just a guy that can set up this offense so they can have a good go of it down the field. Looking at about 60 degrees or a little bit better for this game. And Coastal is a team that, playing at home, I really like. If this was in Texas State, then i say Texas State's comfortable here. You know, they'll be feeling good. But they just played three games in a row at home. I think they're too comfortable. They showed me that their defense can't really stop anybody. <clears throat> really, in that Troy game, um, and then back against uh, the Raging Cajuns, they just they can't stop anybody. Um, even Southern Miss ran it a, a checkup on them so um, they beat Southern Miss but every th- 36 points to Southern Miss I mean they, they ain't stopping nobody then uh, Coastal actually man when they when they played that game against Marshall I kept my eye on them I was like I'm gonna keep my eye on them the rest of the year because if they could do that to Marshall and only give up 6 against Marshall who was starting to get it together and granted Marshall was coming off an emotional win and that's college football for you but Nah, when you see things like that, you know Like, hey, let me keep an eye on those guys Take Coastal to win Take any points you can get on Coastal Uh, I'm cool with all the points You know what I mean? Any points you can get But I do think they'll win the game I like the quarterback Finley For Texas State But he's not like you You know He's not my first round draft pick So next game we're coming up to the last four so we got the last four games here or last five I should say excuse me one two three four no four I was right last four Tennessee Volunteers versus the Missouri Tigers and the Tennessee Volunteers are seven and two on the season the Missouri Tigers are seven and two as well Tennessee is number 13 in the country Missouri's number 14 um, so you're getting a bowl game right now like a, a secondary SEC championship right now because Missouri's quarterback is on fire Tennessee they could turn it on at any time I mean that's the thing about Tennessee you never really know when they're going to take off we all kind of just sit around and we're like oh oh there they go you know and it's just, like, a matter of time until they figure it out. But, like, I'm not mad to see Tennessee finally have a good team. Tennessee was like a team in the SEC for a long time They just kept getting beat up, kept getting beat up. And you're looking like, are those guys ever going to have anything go right? Like, best players are getting hurt all the time. And you're just like, man, that team needs to catch up. Like, I, like I hate to say it, but that team needs to catch a break. There's some bad juju going on. Well, I don't think they catch a break this week. I think Missouri's the team right now in this game. Um, Their running back is dominant, Trader. He'll push around that Tennessee defense. Um, And you got to remember, Tennessee's not a team that's ever been freaking known for their defense. So the year they have a good defense, they're going to be a championship team. But this year, they don't have a great defense. Average defense. And average uh, defense isn't good enough against Missouri. In Missouri, where you know I'm not confident in Tennessee's quarterback on the road. I think that's where he struggles the most. Joe Milton the third, 15 touchdowns, four interceptions on the season. Over 2,000 yards passing. He's got 2,016 yards passing. 168 completions, 257 attempts. Flip it over to Brady Cook, the quarterback from Missouri. 15 touchdowns to 5 interception ratio. <laughs> so it's pretty similar there, but he's he's throwing the ball more. He's getting more bang for his buck, but he's throwing the ball more. 2,471 yards passing and he's got 183 completions, so more completions on 272 passing attempts. Some more passing attempts as well. So it's really undeniable that Missouri is playing at a little bit better clip than this Tennessee team. And I'm looking at the schedule and Missouri lost to Georgia was a winnable game. Lost to LSU by 10. Those are their two losses. Man, LSU's playing tough. Georgia's playing one of the best teams, probably a lot of people's favorite to go and win the national championship, depending on how it all shakes out. Tennessee's lost to Alabama. But the problem with that loss was... They were on the road. So you can't really hold t- that against Tennessee too much. Like, they were on the road for that game. The one you look at, you're like, they lost to Florida. And Florida's not, like, the team you want to lose to right now. So that one worries me about Tennessee. Um, And someone's got to win. Total at 57.5, Tennessee the minus two favorite. I gotta go with Missouri at home. I feel like this is the home team wins out. The home team wins out here in a game this close, two even teams, but the total goes over that, over 57 and a half easily, touches 60 points. Now let's move to a game that you don't want to overlook because it actually will be a good game, and uh, you have the Oklahoma State Cowboys versus the UCF Knights. Folks, do not doubt the. UCF Knights at home like this is a team that's going to come and play but Oklahoma State if they were going to lose it would be on the road right now but they won't lose they won't they have enough they have just enough with Alan Bowman they have just enough with Ollie Gordon the second and they got just enough with Rashad Owens at wide receiver to go into UCF and win the game. But what I like is the under. Fat under. Total at 65.5. No way UCF goes off against Oklahoma State's defense. Um, Not going to happen. And then you have um, the spread, which I don't like. It's minus 2.5 for Oklahoma State and plus 2.5 for UCF. Just stay away from the spread. Don't worry about it. I like Oklahoma State to win. Give me the Cowboys on the road because they're, they look, this is a big game for them, man. They're having a good year. They want to they hang their hat on this year. 65 and a half is the total. It's going under that. Fat under. Fattest under you've seen it in a long time. So uh, that's all I need to say about that game. But the public loves Oklahoma State, but be weary of the road. Uh, for a team coming from Oklahoma. Now, the Ole Miss Rebels will take on the Georgia Bulldogs. That game's at 6 p.m. for the kickoff. It's a late game. It's one they want everybody to watch. Ole Miss going into Georgia against a Georgia team missing one of their best tight ends, one of their best catch, one of their best guys with, you know what I mean, out there to do a lot of things more than just catching the ball. And Georgia's banked up in a couple other places. So, Ole Miss is not a team that is going to care if you have your best team out there right now. They just want to go out there and roll, and I do think they they show up in Georgia with a with a real sense of urgency, uh, with one loss on the year, knowing that they control their own destiny. If they went out, no one's giving them a chance but me. I think Ole Miss wins that game. I think it's. I think Georgia goes down. I think Georgia goes down and the narrative starts to change. Uh, and the pressure is going to intensify on Michigan about this scandal going on with the sign stealing crap. Uh, but then you got the total here, 58 and a half Georgia minus 10 and a half favorites. Oh, no. Ole Miss will cover that. Uh, total actually probably goes over because it's going to be hard um, the way these teams are going to play to keep that under. Now, there's a chance it does, so I'm not going to bet on the over or under either way. I just like Ole Miss to win, but the spread is, is just like free to me. That's like almost like candy. Plus 10 and a half for Ole Miss. Did they forget who this team is? Oh, man. Ole Miss is good, man. They're a good team. and And when they are like doubted, they show up and play the most wild style game. That's going to be wild style down there, boy. Ole Miss is going to pick that one up. I like them to win. Take the spread for uh, betting purposes. Always do your own homework. That's my advice. Last but not least, we have the Fresno State Bulldogs versus the San Jose State Spartans. Good game to bet on. Let me tell you why. Fresno State hitting their peak. hitting, Hitting their peak right now. San Jose figured out their offense finally they can score points finally they actually look like a freaking a real team the totals at 54 and a half san jose state is the favorite minus one the over is the best spot to be in here this is exactly where you want to be an over at two teams that finally figured their offense out cordero at quarterback for san jose state keen at quarterback for fresno state and everybody trying to make plays and look good before the end of the year the game's probably wet, sloppy. Field position is going to be great for points. The ball's going to be l- rolling up to the one or two yard line because of a fumble, because of a pick, slide, fumble. Uh, then he, another guy picks it up. It's going to be nasty, nasty game, and it's going to go over that 54 and a half. Um, that's the best spot to be in. Fresno State wins, though. I'm not going to go against Fresno State. Uh, when San Jose State just now figured their offense out. Now, Fresno State will win. They'll clean up. How many points will be scored in Ole Miss versus Georgia as the tiebreaker? And I'm going to let you in on that one. I think it's 69 total points, and I think Ole Miss wins. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Preston Super Show. College Football Big Games Edition. Week 11 of college football. I'm 62 wins and only 38 losses picking head-to-head winners. You just heard mine. You got my picks. What I like. What I'm looking at. Always do your own homework. Do your own research is what I say. This is all fun and entertainment. But thank you for listening. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37-4. KJV.